It's me, Alex. Um, this is the Alex cast, I guess. Yeah, that's something like that. I'm going to make an attempt at a solo show here. And here's the problem. I'm going to lead out with problems because that's what I do. Just focus on the negative. Uh, this quarantine has been uh, h- horrific on, uh, on, on me, depression-wise. I'm not going to talk about depression. That's the problem. One of the problems. There's like many problems. It's like a multifaceted problem situation happening here. So uh, I don't want to talk about depression for an entire episode. But that's all I'm doing. So it's kind of hard to talk about anything else. Because like, oh, well, what are you doing with your time? I just being depressed and uh, imbibing media. <laughs> that's that's my life at the moment. So instead of doing a depressed episode, I'm going to vaguely like um, tell you some things about I don't know. I've got no plan. I, I'm going to tell you about shit I've been watching and playing. That's that's going to be this episode, I think. Uh, I also need to grab some water at some point. I already feel my throat going up. Uh, so here's the depression side. Is coping mechanisms to depression is uh, getting out of comfort zone, hanging out with new people, kind of doing that sort of thing. Can't do that. You know, horrific uh, virus town. Virus town happening right now. And the other thing is getting some writing or creative stuff done, which I'm having a terrific time uh, trouble doing without having the ability to go out, go to a cafe, go to a bar and write. Uh, writing in my house is difficult. So these things are snowballing uh, to the point that I can't get anything done. And then you feel worse because you can't get anything done. And it becomes this kind of uh, self-actualizing prophecy of doom. Because <laughs> that made sense. I don't know. I don't know how to say it because my brain is melting because I don't do anything. My brain's falling apart. I can't read. I can't write. I did. I, in order to try to kick myself out of the funk, I did the uh, NaNoWriMo National November National Novel Novel National Novel Writing Month December <laughs> November something. It's a month in November where you try to write a novel. Write every day. Yada yada. So I thought, all right, this would be a good opportunity. I always think about doing it every year. I never do. But uh, this would be a good opportunity to, I've got this uh, notebook, uh, what do you call it? A digital digital notebook, just a random file, a Google Keep uh, file. It's not a file, though. That's why I'm struggling for this. Uh, Google Keep post-it note, because that's what they look like. Full of ideas for either the next book, the one after that, the one after that. I have, I have right now, a an almost fully written novel, but I have like no interest in finishing, which is annoying because I just, I want to get it done, just get it out there, but blah. I have a sci-fi novel that I started writing that I realized I don't have an essential component. I have the story. I don't really have the character to be in the story. So, uh, that's really, so that's kind of sitting there. I have this other sort of sci-fi thing where, uh, I started to write it and then I realized there's a lot of 
uh, background research that have to go into it that I started to do, and then I just kind of lost confidence. So I've got all these things, and then I've got like a few other just lines and story kind of outline concepts just sitting there in that file. That isn't a file, that post-it note. So I thought National November No Nut Grow a Mustache Writing Month would be the perfect opportunity to grab one of the ones I've been thinking about and just vomit out something. <clears throat> just write every day and write garbage every day. And, and when I say garbage, maybe something good comes out of it was my thinking. But for the most part, I was going to try to be happy if I just wrote words. Even if I just wrote, I'll work and no play make Jack a dull boy. I mean, maybe not that bad, but you know, just fucking write. Just make your fingers move. Learn how to type in your apartment. And uh, I was not successful. I wrote a bit. Uh, uh, most of it was just random stream of consciousness. I took some of the phrases I had for starting. for this. So I have this one idea that I really want to write this book. I want to read this book more like it. And I know what it is. I know the um, the flavor of it. The I want to say the suissant, but I don't even know what that word means. Uh, I know the kind of uh, the texture of the book. I know the underlying philosophy behind it, but I don't know what the book is. I mean, I, I kind of this is so hard to describe because it's it's this obscure. Cover. It's kind of like when I wrote Periphery. The open, it's not like I had, uh, you know, once underground, there was a hobbit hole in there, you know, there was a hole in the ground and in there lived the hobbit. I didn't have that. I had this idea for periphery where it was this, not even vague, I had this very defined notion of what the book would feel like. This kind of multi-layer, metaphor-riddled, poetic concept, you know, essentially, this is... Uh, a fiction version of studying the occult, which is one of the ways to read the book. There, I gave it away. So you can go back and read the book. The, the, one of the ways to read that book is every single character there is just, uh, is, is a, um, what do you call that? When, when a character is a thing, I'm just going to say metaphor, but there's a better word for it. Is a rever is a metaphorical representation of a concept in, uh, esoteric or occult or magical thought philosophical thought so every one of those are that's what it is so i had this idea that was part of it blah 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 so i knew what it was and i knew going into it but it was really hard to describe and i wouldn't be able to describe it that well until after the book was written because i had just the, the 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 taste of it the the intangible kind of concept behind the book and that's what i have with this other one that i don't want to give anything away about and uh i don't know what to do about it so it's just sitting there this idea and it's been you know this this thing taunting me so I thought National No Nut November Write a Book Month would be a perfect time to just start writing. I took the the phrase I had, I had three phrases that encapsulated, not encapsulated is the wrong word, but it has the 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 thing I want, that uh, undefined, that je ne sais quoi, other French things. I can't pronounce or really know what they mean. And uh, I started writing about that and it just went nowhere. I, I started to write a character because it's the struggle is to try to figure out how to get the idea across. And, you know, you have to have good characters. And I, and so I started to write one that I thought would be interesting. I've never tried to write a character that's, uh, uh, that's 
how much do I want to give away? Yeah, because I don't even think this is going to make it. But like a character that's not very likable, but like for for good reason. You know, it's not, <clears throat> you know, you're not supposed to like them. Uh, I've never really given too much of an attempt at that. And that kind of didn't go anywhere. And then the other kind of character that was going to do the other thing. I, again, I don't want to give away too much just in case I return to it. I started writing that and that didn't go anywhere. And then it just became me kind of writing. Anyway, it was frustrating. So I, you know, national, uh, national, no, not November girl mustache and write a book month. You're, you know, it's supposed to be like 3000 words a day or something like that. You're supposed to get like 60,000 words at the end of it. And I got, uh, you know, less, well, less than 20. I don't actually know what the final count was. And, um, if you hear some noise in the background, sorry, I don't have the studio door closed. It's cold uh, where I live and, um, the heater is in the other room. So I have to leave the door open or it gets, you, you understand how heat works. So, um, it's, yeah. So that was, yeah, that was a while ago. It's now December 20th and I just, I don't write anymore and I have trouble reading and my brain's turning to much cause I just, I, I live alone and I don't talk to anybody ever. <laughs> I mean, I just, um, so I am, I am a, I am a, I am doing, uh, I, <clears throat> oh, I'm getting very emotional. Hold on one second. <clears throat> what are the chances are I remember to edit that coughing out at 851? <clears throat> we'll see. All right. So <clears throat> I'm incapable of doing anything. Um, the idea of doing this show is. I like the idea of doing the Alex cast. I like that the show is still going, but I just don't have the energy to book guests. And here's what I need. I've said this before. I need a permanent co-host or permanent producer, just somebody to bounce off of or hand me things to talk about. Because doing the legwork is just not, it doesn't work for, for the way my head is right now. So I should explain that I'm not remotely emotional at this moment. Uh, I'm just having like bad allergies or something. So my throat's all dry. Uh, so yeah, I'm a mess. I don't do anything. I've, this is what I've been doing. I've been, um, uh, how much do I want to talk about that? I won't. Very quickly. Uh, I'm on an eight month course of microdosing ketamine for depression. And I'm three months into that. Uh, and it's not, I mean, I guess it's helping because I can't imagine how bad I would be without, you know, outside guidance, you know, outside uh, stuff happening. Because that makes sense. It doesn't. Without medication. I hate, I just hate that word. It's been very helpful for anxiety, which is good. So yay, if anybody's looking for effective anti-anxiety thing. Um, I've been seeing um, naturopaths, uh, which it's, fuck you. This is none of your business. <laughs> um, anyway, I've been doing things. I've been trying to, I've been, I've been doing leg work, uh, but it's, it's been tough. So the reason I'm explaining this is because I wanted to put out an episode and uh, it's so hard to put out things when you're just, you're, it's hard to be interesting when you're uninterested. Uh, you know, I, I, my interest level in the world is, <clears throat> is greatly reduced. So I guess there, there's the way of explaining that. Um, wh- who am I talking to? I don't know. Every time I put an episode, a whole bunch of people listen. So I, you know, I mean, more people than the, I've put, I put out an episode every few months lately. So, uh, I don't know. People keep showing up for that, but they do. So thanks. Hi guys. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at. So with that in mind, <clears throat> I'm going to take another drink of water that maybe you've heard the part where I edited out. 
I don't know. But if you heard me coughing and doing a weird thing earlier, uh, that's a reference. So, hi. Call back to water sipping. That didn't make any sense, I'm sure, but, you know, <clears throat> depends on how much I added. So what have I been doing with myself? <clears throat> Uh, the stuff I'm not going to talk about, but I will bring up very quickly. Uh, last year, uh, around this time, I got back into disc golfing a little bit, which is something that I did a lot when I was a young man. Uh, from 20 to about 25, I, I did a significant amount of that, playing in tournaments and whatnot. And uh, I got back into that. I've been playing that uh, a lot recently. Well, not a lot, but a lot for somebody that works in an office job and is depressed and fat can do. And... Yeah, that is the end of that. I play with people every now and again. It's mostly just playing by myself. And, you know, it's a combination of fun and depressing. The other thing I've been doing is uh, a shitload of TV watching and video game playing. And thus leads to the topic of discussion for this episode of the AlexCast, even though I'm only to the point that it's almost over, because I said I will do at minimum 15 minutes, at maximum 30. Uh, what have I been watching? What have I been playing? It's a good question. Much like anybody else in the world, uh, I've been watching The Mandalorian. If you listen to John and Alex Hate Stuff, my other podcast, the one that actually comes out all the time, and I have a co-host, so I get to have somebody to bounce off of and pretend that I'm still functional. So again, if anybody likes John and Alex Hate Stuff, find me a co-host for this show, and then this show will keep coming out, and it's like, hey, look, do the work for me. Uh, so uh, why do I have... Sorry, I just got distracted by the fact I have two webcams sitting on my counter here. I don't know why I have that. Where the hell did that one come from? Anyway, uh, ghosts are coming into my apartment and putting webcams down. So, uh, The Mandalorian, great. Very much like it. Season 2, uh, I enjoy it. I'm not going to give anything away, but uh, when we found out that uh, Baby Yoda and Salacious Crumb were in a sexual relationship together, blew my fucking mind, man. So, good show. Everybody's watching that. Not modern stuff. This is what I've been doing with myself. Playing video games. Here's the video games I've been playing that I've enjoyed. I will skip the ones I've not enjoyed. Uh, I played Death Stranding, which was a terrific uh, piece of entertainment, but not a good game. Now, people out there are either going to agree with me or want to hang me for that statement, but it's not fun. It's just a very interesting story, which I'm not going to get into because I don't want to spoil anything. But here's how interesting the story was. So I played for... I don't know, a handful of hours, probably less than 20 hours. And, for, you know, for modern video gaming, that's not that much. And uh, I got bored of it because the play mechanics I find boring. But the story is so much that when I gave up on it, I realized I wasn't going to revisit the story, revisit the, uh, the game. I actually watched the story elements on YouTube to figure out what happened. And uh, it was it was actually pretty damn cool. It's a, it's a beautiful l l game, but I just I hesitate to use the game because it's, it's what they call a walking simulator. Or at least that's what they the phrase I keep hearing. And basically, you just walk around, do deliveries, and there's weird shit that happens. It's a super, super strange game that I don't want to get too much into. But uh, I, it's weird because I, like, I gave up on it, but I also recommend it. While I'm playing these games, I've been watching... Uh, I rewatched Fringe because I was in the mood for it. When I say rewatched, uh, I like that show a lot and I remember some of the episodes that are skippable. And also I'm fine with and quite good at recognizing episodes where there's got to be 10, 15 minute chunks where I can just skip through or, oh, this is going to be one of those in a bottle episodes that doesn't feed into the main narrative. Uh, so I rewatched Fringe, which was really fun on rewatch. The last season is 
Um, not as good as the rest of the show, but that first season is great. Uh, I've also been watching. What else have I been watching? Oh, I just, um, shit. I was going to bring something else up. Well, while I think about that, I'll tell you about the other games I've been playing. The games I've been playing and I really enjoy as a game. I've been playing Hades, the roguelike game where you play as Zagarius or something like that. They call him Zag. Uh, you are the son of, uh, oh wait, I don't want to give away too much. But anyway, yeah, you're like basically the son of Hades and you're in hell. Well, Hades, because it's a Greek thing. And it's randomly generated dungeon levels, and you beat the shit out of people, and you're trying to escape from Hades. And then uh, if you do, you repeat the process, and it's it's a whole thing. It's a whole variety of game. And as you play, you can get stronger, you can get power-ups and stuff. It's really satisfying. It's a fun, the, the kind of um, fighting mechanics is really good. The only thing I found, and this might just be that... I'm kind of new to modern video gaming. Like I only got back into it like two years ago, maybe even less than that. Is that maybe I'm just shitty at them still? That by the time I got to the point, uh, this doesn't give away too much, but like once you escape from Hades, which is kind of obvious you're going to do it, you can do it again and again, and it kind of builds up the story. I found it annoying to keep doing that. And there's still more story and I don't feel like I feel like playing the game anymore. Uh, just to see the story elements. But it was really satisfying the first few times. And I think if you're better at video games, uh, it would be a super satisfying time. So, recommend that. What the fuck else was I watching? God damn it, there was something... I even said that when I was going to record this episode, I wanted to make sure to talk about... Because Fringe was fun. What the fuck else did I just watch? Oh, that is so frustrating. Um... Well, anyway, the Mandalorian was good. Okay, the other game I'm playing, and I'm playing it right now, is um, Phoenix Rising. Wait, there's more of a, it's something legend, oh, I should, um, what's the full title of this game? Phoenix Rising. It's like Immortal Legends or something like that. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I got because I want to play uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild again. Because that is the best video game ever made. If you disagree with me, you're you're kind of wrong. I mean, you know, it's, it's not true. But t- to me, I love that game like a lot. I've like played it like a bunch of times. Uh, but I played it enough that I just can't revisit it again. It's just, I'm, I've, I've, I've played it to death. So I was searching for games that feel like Breath of the Wild and this Immortal Rising, Mortals, Phoenix Rising um, was, uh, they said it's very similar and, you know, so much to say that it's just basically like a cover act. They stole a bunch of stuff, which is very true, but it's, it scratches the same itch. It's not nearly as good as Breath of the Wild. Now, this one is uh, another Greek thing, which is weird. Maybe the Greek gods are trying to talk to me through video games. I should start worshiping them. I should become like a Hellenistic uh, polytheist somehow. I'll pick one of them. uh, It'll become like an Aphrodite follower. But uh, this one is uh, you are shipwrecked and you're playing as Phoenix. I'm playing. You can skin the character as a lady or a guy or, you know, outward appearing as a lady or guy. And I am playing as a lady. Uh, with short red hair, and she's awesome. She's got, like, a face tattoo. It's She's badass. 
and uh, you go around. It's very Breath of the Wild. Basically, you start on an island, and it turns out that uh, the gods have been dethroned. The Olympian gods have been dethroned by Typhon, the big bad guy, um, who I don't remember his place in the actual Greek legends, but the big bad guy. I think he was one of the Titans, I guess, maybe. I can't remember. But you, it's very Breath of the Wild. You kind of start leveling up. You start really shitty. There, instead of shrines, you go to these um, uh, underworld temple kind of things. Uh, they're like little uh, volcano mouths to go into the underworld. And it's it's essentially the exact same thing as a shrine in the Breath of the Wild. They're a little more difficult. Not as fun. Uh, the, the main drawback to this game, it doesn't have motion control in the, uh, controller that you use, which Breath of the Wild, that is a huge component for how, uh, how much archery takes place. Being able to m- both control with the, the sticks and motion control, uh, changes archery from something really annoying in video games to, uh, quite pleasant, like in Breath of the Wild. This one doesn't have that. So it is really frustrating at times for that, but it is a really good Breath of the Wild clone. I think if I played this first, I would have liked it a lot more. But it's um, there's it doesn't offer a ton more than Breath of the Wild, other than it's easier. Uh, well, Breath of the Wild is pretty easy, but like this is um, the depth is a little bit easier. So like Breath of the Wild, there's all these ingredients you can pick up, and then you can mix them together, mix and match, and sometimes those mixing matching will lead to uh, positive outcomes when you cook them or negative outcomes or neutral outcome. You know, you can, you can like, let's say if you put four, uh, hearty mushrooms together, you'll get a potion that gives you, uh, more hearts. Well, not a potion, but food that gives you more hearts. Um, if you mix some stuff together, you just get just a regular better food. Sometimes you can mix shit together that tastes like shit and you get like, I think they call it disgusting food and it basically does nothing for you. In Immortal Rising, which isn't the name of the game, Phoenix Rising, uh, you basically can just pick up, uh, mushrooms, which will give you stamina, uh, pomegranates, which give you hearts, yellow things, which give you defense and pink things that give you offense, which I don't remember what they're called. Figs, I think is one. And the other is yellow stuff. You can tell I pay a lot of attention to this, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it's fun. I, and basically you go through in the kind of the, the narrative arc is you're going to try to find the gods have been dethroned and kind of sucked of their power. So what you're trying to do with the help of Hermes, he's like, seems to be the one God that's like out and about. He's like your uh, helper guy. He'll run up to you and tell you stuff is uh, you want to find a God in their area and you find a high point to reveal the land you're entering very much like the Sheikah towers in breath of the wild. <clears throat> and then you find the God in that area, restore its essence and they give you help. It's very, very breath of the wildy. Uh, here's the, here's the other downside is the writers of this wrote. So it's told from the perspective of it's, um, Prometheus talking to Zeus and Prometheus is telling the story of the video game as it goes on. So they'll, they'll kind of start talking about the game while you're going in. If you do a major event, then the storyline would be like, and that's when Phoenix realized her destiny and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, it's fine, except They think they're funny, and they are not. It is really awful dad jokes, but they're not good enough dad jokes to be like, you know, you can make a really shitty dad joke, and the point is, oh, you're supposed to groan at that, and that's the... That's the cleverness to it is you're making something that's meant to be groaned at. Like, oh, I can't believe how, I can't believe you wasted brain power rating something so shitty. 
these are like just earnest dad jokes that they're not funny at all. So it's just kind of like an, it's just, it just, they, they just land with a, just a dull thud. Just, just like, like imagine dropping, like buying, going to a butcher shop and getting, getting a liver and just dropping it on the butcher house floor and just hear that thwack like that. Just, just gross. Nothing, nothing of a joke. And I think it, it's trying to be self-aware that the jokes are bad, but they're not. Yeah, it's it's rough. So I turned the voice acting off and, you know, you just have the captioning at the bottom, which does take away from a lot of the gameplay because I don't know the name of anything. I don't really know what's going on. I just know because I sort of know video games where it's like, oh, well, the next thing is here. There's a lot of handholding where you can go to the map. They'll basically tell you what to do next, which is nice because I'm old and I have a short memory. And I'm watching stuff on TV while this is happening. So uh, there's that. The other thing I watched was the new season of Great British Bake Off, which was just, just what a nice pour in a storm. Oh, I needed more Bake Off in my life. Uh, I'm not going to tell you one, but uh, boy, that's a great show. So watch Great British Bake Off. Um, If you haven't played Breath of the Wild, play that. If you've already played that, play Phoenix Rising because it's it's pretty all right. I mean, it's not as good. It's not, but it's, uh, it scratches the itch until the next Breath of the Wild comes out because it's should come out soon, hopefully, because I really need it to happen because I'm running out of shit. Um, the other game I played, I, I'm going to wrap up for this. I played The Messenger, which is an 8-bit slash 16-bit style game and is delightful if you're into that style of gaming. Pretty difficult kind of platforming stuff. Really fun. And that one got shitty jokes perfect. It's grown worthy. There's a lot of self-referential stuff. There's a lot of uh, nerd jokes referencing nerd culture. There's a lot of making fun of the way video games worked in it. It's it's very heavily recommended. It's like, I don't know, five, ten bucks, maybe 15, maybe maybe 150. I don't know. Uh, but I don't go out anymore. Money means nothing to me. It's all it's all just this thing. I just go to work and come home and just repeat, just staring at the wall, waiting to die. I wasted like a year. This is awful. I, I I really I can't express I can't I can't tell you how much I need something to change to. This is awful. Uh, but yeah, play the messenger. Speaking of uh, happy things, uh, Phoenix Rising. I'm not done with Phoenix Rising. I'm done talking about it, I think because I'm not finished with the game. But uh, I think it I think it's good so far. I'm a little tired of it, but mostly because I have too much fucking time on my hands. Uh, it's just. When you're not motivated to do anything, you don't do anything. So, like, my apartment's a fucking mess. You know, everything's a mess. Um, is this a cry for help? I mean, it probably is. I mean, no. I mean, look, I'm gonna lay it out there. No one, no one ever listens to my cries of help anyway. I mean, I've been, I've been screaming. Someone help me. No one does. No one can help you. It's just you, you against the world, you against the Olympian gods. Um, what the hell? Uh. What uh, I'm trying to think of, what is the, oh, I looked it up one time. I'm trying to think of the god of uh, depression. It's, uh, it's like Oasis or something like that. Uh, it's one of those weird, uh, Oasis, it, it's like O-I-Z-Y-E-S or something like that. It's like the god of depression. So maybe, maybe I should, wait, so should I become friends with Oasis? Or should I, because I'm now, because we decided earlier in the episode that I'm going to be a Hellenistic uh, polytheist. I start worshiping, okay, wait. 
O-I-Z. Oh, okay. O-I-Z-Y-S. Was the ancient Greek goddess of grief, anxiety, and depression. In fact, her Roman name, Miseria, Miseria, is where the term misery comes from. <clears throat> oh, I should worship uh, Miseria, because that's easier. Uh, she characterized the spirit in the miserable human condition and deep sadness. Oasis is the daughter of the goddess Nyx. Oh, Nyx is um, uh, <clears throat> Zag's mom in Hades, so that's good. So, yeah, all right, I guess I'm going to worship her. See, I can't tell. So if I worship her, does that mean I get more depressed? Or do I build like a, like a burning, like an effigy and burn her saying like, don't hang out with me. Or is this, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, we won't. Who cares? See, Yeah. That's what I've been doing for this entire fucking quarantine. I hate it. I hate it a lot. Really bored. Really listless. Oh, I asked people for topics. Thank you for providing them. But I, the thought of talking about something was was overwhelming. And doing the show is hard enough. Uh, what you might be asking, Alex, why are you doing a hard show? Because what the fuck else am I doing? Everything's hard. Fucking showering's hard, man everything's hard. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, this is, this, I whined a little bit more than I wanted to. I also forgot what time I started coughing. So that's probably in the episode. And I'm sorry for that, but I'm not going to go back and do it. I don't even know I'm going to put, yeah, I'll put the theme song in, but I'm not going to do any editing because I'm tired. I've been awake for a few hours. I think it's about time for a nap. Anyway, uh, this has been a solo show of me updating you about depressing things. Uh, I hope you're all safe and healthy. And, um, oh, speaking of hope, uh, it's December 20th. So, um, happy solstice. Uh, yo Saturnalia. Uh, happy feast of the unconquered sun. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. Uh, very, very festive, festivus. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I think that's all the major ones. Yeah, this time of year. Uh, happy birth of Mithra. Yeah, I think that's about the only thing that happens this time of year, especially in the Western world. So yeah, we'll just stick with that. But, uh, yeah, be safe, uh, wear masks, don't get COVID, because, you know, the, the, uh, you know, we got like a vaccine happening, and assuming it isn't a by the New World Order to lower our vibrations enough that when the uh, the alignment of planets happen and we all become ascended, uh, the ones that get the um, the ones that get uh, the vaccine don't get ascended. I was reading a conspiracy theory about this and it made my brain hurt because the the uh, conjunction of planets happening um, tonight, tomorrow, somewhere this week, like it's uh, that they're talking about that uh, that the people that get the, the vaccine won't be able to, you know, get risen up and follow the comet or whatever, uh, whatever nonsense they believe in. But, um, it's weird that if they believe the new world order has that kind of power, why would they wait for like three days? Like, like no one, it's just healthcare workers have the fucking vaccine right now. It's just, it's weird that conspiracy theory, their thinking is like, Oh, they're all powerful, but also incompetent, but also all powerful. And it's just fucking anyway, 
This has been an episode of the Alex Cast, I guess. Uh, you've been an audience, I've been a host, and um, I'll see you again at some point when I, you know, crawl out of my misery cocoon to talk into a microphone. Bye.